right, fellas. Here's your cut. Whoa, 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 whoa. You said the job paid three times this. For me, not for you. And just how is this a mutually beneficial arrangement? You're breathing, aren't you? Rather generous, considering the debt you owe me. What debt? Docking fees, port charges, gear, fuel, rations, and 20 cartons of Mantel mix? be Friday because we're back for another episode of Mandavision. Greetings, Bucketheads. Mevar Tigar. Welcome to the 63rd inhibitor chip removing episode of Mandavision. Nargai Tom. And thank you so much for checking out this small independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach out to us is via social media at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show MandovisionTom at gmail.com. Please be sure to like, subscribe, share, this show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. And if you're happening, if you happen to be on that Apple podcast and you can take the time to give us a sweet, sweet, sweet five-star review, help us defeat the evil algorithm that sweeps across the galaxy and tries to put us under his boot heel. Well, we appreciate it very, very much. Small independent shows like us need all the help we can get, and that is the easiest way to help a show like us out. Thank you so much for doing so. So we got another episode of The Bad Batch in. It's Friday. We're here. We're crushing it. And uh, this was quite an episode, quite a fun one. Uh, before we get into it, before we do the show proper, I wanted to make mention, I think everyone's probably at this point has seen at least an excerpt or two uh, from Ewan McGregor's interview where he's he's talking with uh, uh, with, with, our, with our Mandalorian, our main Mando, uh, Pedro Pascal, about what it was like, you know, putting on the Jedi robe once again, in, assuming he wears it, uh, to do the Obi-Wan Kenobi series for Disney+. Plus. And uh, there's a lot of neat stuff coming out in that in that interview, uh, particularly of, of interest was... was you know, you and you know talking about the the the, the feeling. You know, he's been Obi Wan Kenobi before, uh, but he's never had to be part of. You know, he never had to go up against the Empire, and so the the the, the sort of sinking back into his childhood as he as he saw a stormtrooper on set for the first time. Uh, there's a lot of really really great fun stuff in there. I'm, like I said, I'm sure we've all all checked it out by now. But if you haven't, I did want to make note of it. You can find it. In a, it's it's pretty much everywhere. Just you know, type in Ewan McGregor and Ben Pedro Pascal, and you will find uh, what is a Lovely, lovely chat between the two actors, the two Star Wars actors themselves, uh, the two stars of Disney Plus. There you go. Check that one out. Good stuff for us. All right. Well, we are back to cover the Bad Batch. Episode seven is today. We're gonna get into it right now. Remember, you are in a spoiler-filled discussion. This is this is we're we're talking about all of it. We're not pulling any punches. We're getting into the nitty gritty. And uh, uh, special shout out. I wanted to take take time to do a special shout out before. We get started with the show. Uh, I wanted to thank anyone, any new listeners who've come on board recently. You know, as we've been doing our Bad Batch coverage, I wanted to take the time to say uh, thank you so much for checking out the show. I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you are 
uh, again, you know, doing that thing. I said, liking, subscribing, and sharing the show with your friends. And make sure you're following us on, on social, social media, too. That's the best way to engage with me. Uh, and I would love to hear from everybody who's checking the show out. Thank you so, so much for doing it. The show continues to grow, and I couldn't be more excited about that. So thank you all in advance. And uh, eternal gratitude on that front. All right, let's get into it. It's time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. Now, I like you boys, but I'm not running a charity here. You need a big score for us to be square. Like what? Like retrieving that tactical droid, but you bungled that up. I suggest you figure something out before you see my ugly side. That's not her ugly side. What was that, Goggles? So here we are, Episode 7. This is Battle Scars. Its original air date is today. Uh, what is today? June June, uh, June 11th, 2021. And what a great day to air a new episode of Star Wars The Bad Batch. Our plot for the episode. As they traverse a decommissioned medical facility, the Batch encounter an unexpected threat. I think that's reasonable to say. <laughs> I think that's very, very reasonable. Our director for this episode is Saul Ruiz. The episode is written by Jennifer Corbett. And again, Matt Mishnevitz is the story editor. Our cast. What a cast it is. It's always, uh, you know, D. Bradley Baker doing, doing uh, all the good work. As the entire batch, I mean, he's like what, ninety percent of the episode, ninety-five percent of the voice uh, uh, work on the show. Now, probably not that much. There's a nice, there's a nice cast in this episode. Michelle Ang as Omega, Liam O'Brien is Bolo in the Scrapper, uh, Rhea Perlman back as Sid, Sam Riegel is Catch in the Vendor, and that's basic. That's basically all we got. So this one really focused in on the batch in this episode. And let's just put it out there on Front Street. I was wrong last week. We, we talked about who the Martez sisters might have been on the holocom with. And, uh, you know, I, I, like many people, who will probably try to say that they, they thought otherwise today, uh, I, I thought Bail Organa made the most amount of sense. But this makes plenty of sense, too. Our good friend, Captain Rex himself, uh, fresh off his own uh, adventures escaping Order 66. And uh, luckily for him, the Empire believes him dead, which is uh, a pretty good place to be. If, uh, yeah, if you don't want to work for the Empire and uh, you used to be a clone trooper, probably better to be, uh, you know, or considered dead in their eyes. That's always a nice nice way to avoid, avoid all those Imperial entanglements. And the other thing for this episode that comes to fruition is uh, what we were talking about last week, the inhibitor chip obviously acting up in Wrecker. We saw, we've been seeing the signs of it coming, and uh, it, 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 it reaches up uh, ahead today. It, it comes to a boiling to the surface in, in, in the worst possible way and the, at the worst possible time. So the batch fi- is finally forced to confront the inhibitor chip issue, which, you know, we've been talking about for five or six episodes now where, like, you know, we knew the tech uh, was, was supposed to be working on, on, a, on a detector, on a scanner, uh, but that all kind of got shoved to the wayside when they started work, doing work for Sid. Uh, this episode starts with, uh, 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 in the action, in the thick of it, in, in the Bad Batch's escape, from one of their from one of their ops, and they are on the run from the Rokai, who they have stolen a interesting lizard from that uh, that Omega nicknames Ruby, and uh, both the Rokai and this lizard that the the batch has stolen, uh, uh, by all accounts, appear to be a new species, uh, new alien species, and a new species of lizard. Uh, a lot of people online have been been mentioning that the lizard kind of reminds them of the the pangolin. And I, I, I got no argument with that. I'll, I, I will accept that. That sounds totally reasonable to me. Uh, but I like the fact that we open this episode uh, at the end of, of one of their, their operations for Sid instead of, you know, us going on like another, another little bit of a side quest uh, to, to, 
you know, for the episode. We, we, we talked a little bit about that last week, how uh, it, it felt like now was the time for, for the show to kind of like shift gears away from some of these uh, um, sides. I don't want to say side stories. It's not the right word. But, uh, you know, they've they kind of been treading water to an extent. Now it's time for them to, to face something head on, something that they've been putting off, the inhibitor chips. And uh, what better way to do it than for, for Captain Rex to return to the fold? And and uh, I love it. I love it. And I love his reaction to the fact that the Bad Batch doesn't seem to, uh, you know, they haven't really dealt with the inhibitor chip issue and how they need to. So let's go ahead and check that part out right now. Captain, it's been a while, boys. Where have you been, Rex? <laughs> That's a long story. All right, so that was just the, the introduction, the, the sort of reunion, and Rex kind of fills in the blanks for him about what, about what happened with him and Ahsoka uh, when Order sixty six went through, and how he how he was able to make his away, uh, <laughs> make his way away from the Empire. That was a really bad sentence. I am so so sorry. I will do better. Uh, but here is the part where where uh, we queue up and hear them talk about the inhibitor chip issue. Rex very concerned that the batch hasn't dealt with this. Here it is. It's just a headache. Which are becoming more frequent. Is that so? I love how he gets his hand down by his blaster. If you're concerned about the so-called inhibitor chips, don't be. Our deviant nature appears to have impeded their functionality. Except in Crosshair. You're telling me you haven't removed your chips? No, not yet. He makes Rex, the moves. Those chips make you a threat to everyone around you. Even her. You're all ticking time bombs. Take it easy, Captain. What's in your head is more dangerous than you can imagine. I've seen what happens when the chip activates, and I don't want to bury any more of our brothers. Trust me, it is not something you can control. I couldn't. It's a risk you do not want to take. All right, so there we go. That's pretty good. We'll stop it right there. And this is what, what this is the this is the impetus of the episode. This is our the heart. This is what we're gonna do. They decide to go with Rex and deal head on with the chip issue. You know, Wrecker has been keeping a lot of this stuff to himself. He's just writing off his headaches. I don't. It doesn't sound like he informed them at all about the the sort of muttering of the you know good soldiers follow order lines that he, he had in the last week's show. Um, what is really interesting about it? Again, I love Rex's reaction because of what we saw with him in Star Wars The Clone Wars. And, you know, I have sort of maintained that you don't... If you haven't watched Star Wars The Clone Wars and you're watching The Bad Batch, it, it's okay. Like, this is this is the kind of stuff that's going to give you more reason to go back and, and follow up with those shows so you can see, like, sort of the reference points. But, I mean, you get the idea here. You know that something happened. Obviously, Rex has dealt with his inhibitor chip. You can see the scar on the side of his head from it. And, and now it's time for The Batch to do the same thing. They've been putting it off for far too long. And it, 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 it is time. Uh, before we get into the next part of the episode, I did want to kind of backtrack a little bit because, you know, while Hunter and Echo and, and Tech were having their meeting with Sid about all the, the crazy expenditures that they're, they're incurring uh, and, and why they're not making a lot of money on their missions anymore because of those expenses, uh, we see Wrecker and Omega off getting getting snacks together, like it's the end of mission tradition, if you will. I believe it's called the Manti, Manti mix, Mantex mix. <laughs> uh, it's it's really a cute scene between the two characters. I, I love the sort of 
a big brother relationship that is developed between Wrecker and Omega. I think it's a really fun little, uh, little, uh, what do you want to call it? I just a little element to the show. And, and, uh, I'm sorry, it's Mantel Mix. Mantel Mix. I got that. I, I knew I was, I knew I wasn't right, so I had to go through the notes while I was talking. Excuse me, my goodness. Uh, so that takes us to the next part of the episode. Time to deal with the inhibitor chips. Again, this, this is something they've been putting off for far too long. But what I really liked about this episode, you, you know me by now. You know how much I love it when Star Wars ties itself into other things, other Star Wars events, other Star Wars media in particular, specifically with this episode. I love that we go to Bracca. I love it so, so much that we spend this episode on Bracca, the, the starship graveyard, the graveyard planet for starships. Uh, you know, famously depicted in in Star Wars Fallen Fallen Order. If you play that video game, uh, the game opens on Bracca when you when you you first assume the the role of Cal Kestis. You know, fugitive Jedi hiding amongst the scrap workers on Bracca, taking apart all the ships from the Clone Wars, and and uh, that's when uh, you know the uh, Inquisitors show up and put you on the run. And there's a whole thing. It's so much fun to 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 be back on that planet. If you played the video game, you you remember the uh, the dizzying heights that that the, that game acclimated you to really quickly. You had to get used to doing all kinds of crazy maneuvers very very quickly when you were on Bracca, jumping from you know uh, Dura Steel girder to Dura Steel girder, and and it was uh, it was uh, rather harrowing. I <laughs> I I am uh, I'm not the the video game uh, aficionado that I used to be, so uh, getting mastering those moves took a little time. Uh, but it was so much fun, and I loved that you were just running around like the wreckage of these these uh, these star cruisers from the Clone Wars. It was awesome. Uh, so going back to Bracca is very very cool, and uh, yeah, I just I love that connection. I love tying that to another piece of Star Wars media and making it more of a thing. And uh, you know you have to want it. You know it would have been kind of cool to see them kind of blending in with the workers, you know, and trying to get off and do their thing. But obviously the workers are you know maybe more dedicated to one one or two pieces of scrap at a time as opposed to, you know, just being everywhere all at once. But the area is, be, is being patrolled by the, the Scrappers Guild. They're keeping an eye out for intruders and people there that are trying to trying to scavenge and make money off of uh, their wreckage. So the batch is on Bracca, and they have to make their way back to a, a Republic ship so they can get to the Republic uh, medical unit within it. That's how Rex got his chip outs. That's what he knows how to do so he can help the batch remove their chips. Uh, along the way, as they're journeying from where they landed to the the correct ship that they need, that is when we, again, we spy the uh, the Scrappers Guild that is, that is patrolling the area looking for intruders. And uh, we also get to see as they get close to the ship, there's a water level. And Hunter senses something in that water beneath the surface there. You know, and warns the team to to stay away, stay. You know, don't get in the water, don't go below the surface. Uh, so of course we get to a, sp- a part where they have to traverse a a a, a canyon in the wreckage, uh, and they have to get from one side to the other. They string a rope across, and they're going to come across. We know that Wrecker doesn't like heights, and he's a big dude. So yeah, it it rips, and he's falling, falling, falling right to the water, and that is when the creature makes its presence known. Now, I have not been able to 100% confirm this, uh, but I did my thought when I first saw it, and my, th- my thought to this moment until someone tells me otherwise, uh, is that's a Dinoga, right? That's got to be. It's got to be the classic Dinoga creature. The, the creature from the, the, the trash compactor in the Death Star 
in episode four, New Hope, right? Are we all thinking the same thing? Again, if, if you got a different idea, if you know something I don't know yet, uh, uh, reach out, let me know. Social media, email. You, I gave you all the, all the numbers, all the names, all, that, all the addresses, all the stuff you need to tell me that I'm wrong and I'm a dope. Come after me. That's, it's, it's all good. But at this moment in time, as I record this podcast, I have not seen anything correcting me that it's, a, that it's not a Dianoga. So we're going to go, we're going to proceed with the, with the thought that it is. And, and uh, if it is, I think that's really cool. I'm really excited to see that. Kind of makes sense, right? Like a, a Dianoga hanging around in a trash compactor on the Death Star. Why don't I have one hanging around on this, this, uh, this scrap planet for, for, for uh, you know, broken down decommissioned battleships? Why not? That sounds pretty cool, right? Hanging around in the, in the wreckagey, swampy, metal-filled waters. You know, it's got to be reminiscent of the Death Star, right? Right, 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 right. Well, eventually, our team gets aboard. They rescue Wrecker. They pull him up. They get him out of danger. And it's time to get to the medical bay. And it's time for the procedure to begin. And uh, that's when things get a little interesting. Let's check it out. Here we go. You're in direct violation of Order 66. Tosses tech right into the wall. Ricker? Destroy the equipment if we don't get him out of here. You're all traitors! We'll draw him out. Omega. Stay with Tech. All right, there's a really fun scene, a really fun sequence, and it's a little scary to see how how dark Wrecker goes and how dark he gets. Uh, just like the how like all life kind of like drains out of him as he as he turns into like the Terminator almost, and just becomes like this programmed automaton. Uh, you know, and Wrecker is a character who we we you know we know he is a big, loud, boisterous character and and he's full of, of of like this sort of like youthful energy and i think that's why he and, and omega connect so well and to see him just kind of go stone-faced and just to see all like the, all the all that emotion that he usually carries in his face go away uh that is that is a, a shocking moment and, and and kevin kinnear with his uh amazing score the way the music the music kicks in and turns there is almost is terminator-esque uh, just fascinating. It, it's so great. It was a, a really powerful sequence. And then, you know, obviously the Batch is not going like, to open fire and try to kill their brother. They have to try and, and get to him and de-escalate him. And another terrifying moment of the sequence uh, is when Wrecker is about to, you know, it looks like he's about to shoot Omega. And she's trying to, re- to reach him. And it's just, it's not happening. And it's not until Rex is able to get the drop on him and just hit him with the stun blast. To, to put him down and to to make it so that they can get that chip out of there because they can't afford for him to wake up again and, and hope that uh, that he goes back to being record. No, no, no. It's too late. The chip has to go. And the, it's, a, it's a tense scene as well with, with after the procedure's done and they have to wait for him to, to regain consciousness to even know if it works. Uh, and Omega, who, who had just been, been, her life had just been threatened by record, but Wrecker is, is basically her best friend and her big brother. And stay, she just pulls up a chair, stays by his side, and holds his hand. It's a really sweet, really touching moment between these characters who we, we have seen 
the the Veldine relationship over like, over like, these last few episodes in particular. You know, uh, in the earlier episodes, it was, it was a lot with Omega and Hunter. Now we've kind of gotten to see uh, the the sibling esque relationship between between Wrecker and, and Omega, and I, I love it. I, I think it's one of the one of the emotional high points of the show. And and to see her just you know again pull that chair up and and, and sit there and wait for her brother to to awaken and, and and to make sure that he's okay. Uh, so awesome, so awesome. And then once Wrecker does come to and he's himself, uh, the rest of the batch goes and gets the procedure done. And uh, Wrecker again, knowing full well what he did, uh, I love the scene where he apologizes to to Omega for for. You know, pointing the gun at her and everything like that. It's really, really powerful stuff. Really, really well done. Uh, this episode hits on so many awesome, awesome levels, and it, it uh, that's kind of how we how we wrap up the episode. You know, Rex is going to go off there. They've all gotten the procedure. Everyone's a okay. The inhibitor chips are now dealt with, and so Rex is going to go on his way. They're saying he and uh, Hunter are saying you know their goodbyes to each other, letting uh, letting them know they can reach out. Whenever they want, you know, he, he makes an offer to Hunter too to to bring the batch over, and they could, you know, be they would be working together again, and and you know, in in the name of the Republic again, like they used to. But uh, Hunter's not sure about that. Hunter has some processing to do, and I, I think it's a really interesting uh, sequence. I think I'm gonna cue that up for you right now. Hang on. I spent my life defending the Republic. Can't stop now. The Republic's gone, Rex. Ah, uh, not all of it. We're here. Others are out there too. Your squad's skills would be a tremendous asset. And here's when, uh, when, when Hunter's gonna break the bad news. Things aren't like before. Uh, priorities have shifted. So I've noticed. Omega needs us. And I have to do what's best for my squad. Which is what? I'm still figuring that out. But Rex is okay with that. He's he understands. He knows there's a situation here, but he knows the batch is a bunch of good good people. So hey, maybe they'll help him out down the road. I like how they kind of set some stuff up for for uh for again for down the road. Really nice. Let's let's finish up the conversation here. I guess we all are. When you sort things out, let me know where you land. Tell the boys I'll see him around. Stay out of trouble. Funny, I was gonna say the same to you. Well, take care, Trooper. Captain, forever to bind. You know how to reach us. And that is when the Guild, the Scrapper's Guild, finds them and is about to report them to the Empire. So that's going to put us back in direct conflict, I would assume, with Crosshair, who we've not seen in, in several episodes now. So it'll be fun to... to get back into that part of the storyline too because I would imagine that at this point now that tech knows what to do how to get the 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 chip out of their head that there's going to be a desire on this the, the the squad's behalf on the on their on their part to to rescue crosshair and to remove this chip from his head and see you know give him the 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 ability to make the the free choice you know use his exert free will and is he going to follow the Empire, or is he going to go with the Batch, go with the squad, go with his brothers? You know, we got the hints um, that he misses them when he was in their in their quarters. You know, he looked around, and he was very isolated, very alone still. Uh, but he, again, good soldiers follow orders. Like, he is in the throes of that. But, you know, going back to the first episode, you know, how much of that is the inhibitor chip, and how much of it is 
you know, crosshair and, and, and wanting to be the one who, you know, follows orders and executes the plans and achieves mission goals. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if Crosshair, once the chip is removed, if he does indeed join the Batch, or if he stays in the service of the Empire. That is something to look forward to, and I can't wait to see where we pick up next week. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're almost to like, I guess we're basically to the back half of the season at this point. I mean, we're almost to the half, next week's the, ha- the halfway point. It'll be episode 8 of 16, and, and uh, yeah, I, I really think the show's starting to ramp up. The, the inhibitor chip issue's finally been dealt with. And now we can kind of just start rocking and rolling. And we also, you know, going back to the beginning part of the episode, too, the relationship, they're, they're sort of, um, I don't know if partnership's the word I want to use, but the employment opportunity that they are currently exploring with Sid, I don't think is going to last much longer. They do not seem very stoked on it. It doesn't seem to be benefiting them in any way. And, uh... You know, I, I, I suspect that they will come into conflict with, with Sid and her, and her objectives uh, sooner rather than later at this point in the series. But we will, we will see what happens there. It's going to be a fun, fun ride. That's all I know for sure. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's episode seven. That is Battle Scars. I can't wait to see what's next. I really, really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. A lot of uh, action in this one. It really action-packed. The stuff with the Wrecker... When he was, uh, you know, when the chip was activated and he was, he was the Terminator, basically, uh, just really intense action sequences. You know, the way he's just like he's really just thrashing them around as they, as they, you know, jump on him and try to get, try to get him to come to his senses. And again, point, looking down the barrel at at Omega, just oh, so ooh, you get that in the heart, get that right in the heart. That was good stuff. I loved this episode. Really, really strong performances all around. Once again, D. Bradley Baker just doing so much of the heavy lifting, but making it look so effortless. So, so effortless. What do you all think? You know what to do. Reach out at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter and Instagram. Email the show MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Give me your thoughts. Give me your feelings. Give me your uh, predictions for what's coming next. That's that's and that, Let's have a fun conversation about it. It's going to be a hoot. <laughs> it's it's going to be I think I'm showing my age with that comment. It's going to be a hoot. Well, all right. Let's get the heck out of here. But before we do that, let me remind you all once again, we are on all your favorite podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, and so many, many more. And if there's something you want me to be on, let me know and I'll make sure we get on it. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, the best and easiest way to help support the show is to give us a sweet, sweet, sweet five-star review. They're awesome. They are so much fun. They're helping defeat the evil tyranny of the algorithm. And they it means the world to me if you take the time to do that. Thank you so much in advance. Like I, like I said at the beginning of the show, whether you've been listening to Manavision from day one or you're a new listener to hear, listen for the Bad Batch coverage, I thank you for sticking with me. I thank you for checking it out for the first time. Uh, I love I love knowing that more and more people are, are finding the show and, and uh, presumably coming back for more. That's always really exciting. That's the most exciting part of the show. When I, when I, you know, when I do look at the numbers, I'm like, oh, look, look, a little spike here, a little spike there. And I'm like, oh, that's exciting. It makes me, it makes me happy because I love... Star Wars. I love talking about Star Wars. And there's so much Star Wars to talk about, and uh, Star Wars coming up to talk about. It's going to be a blast. There's so many things that I um, want to do on the podcast, but oh man, you know, I can't record it every single day of the week, though that would be fun. But yeah, we got big plans. We got a lot to, lot to do, and, and uh, stick with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do some really fun explorations in, into the Star Wars galaxy. Let's get out of here. My name is Tom. This is the Mandovision Podcast. And as you know, this podcast can only end one way.
And this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession.